The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 184 of the Oki Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. The premier gaming convention known as TokenCon is returning to Oklahoma City on October 4th through 6th at the Wyndham Garden Hotel on South Meridian. Join us to talk about it, our friends of the show, Mike Dadalo and Josh, Freedom, Fre- Josh Freeman. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I, okay, Mike, uh, it's the second year for yes. TokenCon, so yeah. uh, there's a lot of changes yes. that people can expect from yeah. this year. Yeah, it's a lot bigger. We are expecting uh, about 100 more people than we had last year, so from 300 to 400, and we've got three days instead of two, so there's more room and more time for everything, and we were able to just we were able to cram a lot more stuff in. That's amazing. Uh, Josh, what are you doing there? I am running, I'm really looking forward to running a lot of social gaming. What are uh, social gaming? So games that work well with large groups, uh, usually with a moderator to run them. So games like Werewolf or mm-hmm, yeah. uh, a new one that I'm really wanting to play a lot of is Blood on the Clock Tower. Uh, Blood on the Clock Tower. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and that's a pretty cool game. We, we played a game together at uh, was it Dice Tower Con yeah. in Florida. And it's it's not even released yet, in, at least in the U.S., right? You, yeah. can't, you can't get it yet. But, um, wow. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we played a game of it, and it it is it is neat. It's a lot like it's like Werewolf, but um, with more more fun. And I have to say, the game the game I played, I this is how fun it is. The game I played, the role I got was the Virgin, <laughs> and I died in the first round. Yeah, and I still had a blast. <laughs> so, so it's a good game. <laughs> That's really you know that is the beauty of, the, of games like Werewolf is the fact that it's just fun, and you yeah. never know what you're going to do, and and it's just it gets it gets people around the table playing and and i think that's yeah. that's really the the, the joy of, of these social games yeah yeah the in this one it's they they've kind of worked out all the kinks that uh that those types of games tend to have mm-hmm. and they like across the board improvements that i'm really looking forward to getting more people into those that's wonderful and when when are you people will be able to play, be able to play those um really anytime we can get a large enough group yeah. together but i've got uh we've got uh Scheduled events mm-hmm. on the TokenCon uh, website that... Yeah, towards the evening time, we have some specific times where we've got scheduled for Blood on the Clock Tower uh, and then some other like party games like that. Um, and then uh, Josh has been really good at just rounding people up to play those kind of games. We did an event at the State Fair. And, uh, you know, State Fair, you never know what kind of crowd oh, you're going to sure. get at the State Fair, but we got a, you got a few groups together to play it there too. And they, help, they all had fun. So, yeah. 
That's it's awesome. Be neat. It was it was at Wyndham last year, correct? It was. Yeah, I it's, have, the same it's been a year. Yeah. I kept <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. I had such a great time. And yeah. and you it was last year was Saturday and Sunday. Right. Why did you decide to make it three days instead of just two? I mean, part of the reason was just uh most of the feedback we got was that people loved it and they just wished there was more of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was it was over too soon, basically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, on Sunday you're going back to work on Monday for a lot of people or people who are flying in here or flying out mm-hmm. Sunday night so they can't necessarily make full use of all Sunday. Uh, but the nice thing about adding Friday is, is we get basically a ha- another full night cause we never right. close, you know, like we, I mean, the library will close at, at 10 PM or whatever. And you can't check out games, but you can keep any games you've checked out and play them all night. And there'll be like events running. Like we've got token con after dark that mm-hmm. doesn't even start till 10 PM and runs until who knows when in the bar area. And uh, the hotel's actually doing something really cool for us with that. They're uh, they're coming up with some signature special cocktails that are like board game themed. So there's like uh, Russian Railroads is a board game. So there's a White Russian Railroads drink and <laughs> awesome. some stuff like that. So there's kind of these. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So for the adults only, you know, uh, more uh, games that like that, that, we've got that thing going on, which I think will be pretty cool. And that's <laughs> the second convention now I've heard where it just talks about, because Anime Oklahoma did the exact same thing, of just choosing to not close. Right. Um, although you guys did this last year as well, right. you kind of came yeah. in all night long yeah. as well. Why? Why choose to go all night long? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it just a lot of games are are long, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a difference between you know a board game type convention or a, game, a convention of this nature compared to. Um, you know, like a SoonerCon type thing, which is a lot of exhibitor focused type, right. type stuff. And you can, you know, you're, you're, when you get involved in a and d game or something like that, you might be playing for three or four hours. And, and so you end up staying for a long time yeah. at the convention. You want to get as much, you know, you want to get your money's worth, I guess. You want to be, get as much as possible out of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's just, yeah. Well, getting your money's worth, I, are you? I don't think it's much more expensive than it was last year. It's, it's the, the same, same price. price. Yeah, it's what exactly. Was, what's the price it, Fifty dollars for a week, a yeah. full like all three days, or thirty dollars for <laughs> single amazing. day passes. Yeah. So, and actually, we didn't even sell single day passes last you year. Added so a day and didn't up the price. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And and because we're selling these single day badges, it's actually a lot cheaper to get in now than it was even last year. If you just want to come for one day. Yeah. And everybody who comes still gets the little. We got a nice cloth, like a big, like fifteen inch. Uh, wide uh, cloth mm-hmm. um, swag bag that has some coupons in it. Like Game HQ has a $5 off coupon that everybody gets. And uh, there's a free board game in there for everybody. So oh, no matter how long you attend, you get some really cool stuff. Yeah, I remember the swag back last year. It was it was fantastic. Right, yeah. Are you guys in the same space of the of, of the Wyndham or is there a bigger space going It's a on? little bit bigger of okay. a space. Um, it's uh, what we, we basically have used. We've just used every available space that the Wyndham has <laughs> now. So we have their ballroom. We've, we've kind of moved the vendors out of the ballroom so the ballroom is mm-hmm. all open gaming now so we have more room for that wow um we have a lot more we kind of had a D in a small little room last year mm-hmm. and we've pulled that back into a much bigger terrace area and we've put more tables back there to make more room for that uh and then we're running a lot of games in this uh another side room too that we didn't use last year so we've got we've got a fair bit a, little, a fair bit more space and um we hope that it'll, and we've, uh, we've put the vendors in a kind of a different, a different area, kind of an atrium, the atrium area there, which is, uh, if you remember from last year, all the trees and mm-hmm. the, the skylight. I just love that area. That's yeah. my favorite area. It's beautiful. Um, it's a great place for test. Cause I think a lot of the testers went into yes, that area. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And still be that we have so many, so many game designers, uh, yeah. like local game designers that are there. And that's, that's really cool. That's amazing so. that I've seen that, you know, it, I, I, my only 
realization of te- the tasters was our friends from uh, the Chihuahua, the guys who did Chihuahua. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, but since then, I have just seen this explode. So many people involved in right. wanting to create games. And there's a, there's, just a hunger out there for yeah. new games. It's not that cr- there's like that creative drive, isn't yeah. there? It's, it's I mean, it's similar to wanting to DM like a, a, a Dungeons and Dragons game, or or just or even play one. I guess just that yeah. that drive to like create something to you know make make up some you know world or environment that other people can experience. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I mean, I've actually never really DM'd except for for my son on like intro games, but I I, I kind of want to get into it because I I could see why. That would be a lot of fun to yeah. create something that other people can enjoy, and you well, know. since we were kids, we were doing that. I mean, even when you just took your chessboard and your checkerboard and put like army men on them, and went, okay, so this yeah, is gonna like happen. draw out your own little board game on a on a piece of yeah. paper, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. But now we've, I mean, there's so much more involved, but you still have to keep it simple, and that's what I love about some of these creators is they're some of the most beautifully creative games, and yet they're just they're simple to understand, simple to sit down and start playing. Yeah. Which, yeah. of course, is I think is the, the first part of any game. I, the, the, my biggest example always is Ticket to Ride. Yep. Uh, Ticket to Ride, every time I sit down, no matter what, I've been playing it for now for about four or five years, but every time I sit down, I go, this is an impossible game. I can't, I can't play this game. <laughs> Within a few seconds, I've, oh, yeah, I oh, remember yeah. how to play this game, and, it's, and it just takes a second Man. to pick up. I've got yeah. people who walk in. They go, oh, can I play this game? Sit down. It takes you a second. And they right. win. It's not like... It's not like a game where you can learn it, but the experts at the table will beat you. You know, right. you can figure this out. And yeah. It doesn't take you long. But there, but it's the beauty is is that not and not only creative games, but just games in general right. have become just a very big part of not only the geek community, but I just think the community as a whole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's it's they've become very accessible. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I think people are starting to a lot of people are starting to realize that it doesn't have to be you know a monopoly long slog necessarily. Like, and even Monopoly has come out with a lot of versions in recent years that have kind of tightened the game up and made it shorter yeah. and like done things like that to improve you know that kind of like that kind of that that kind of thought of a board game as something that you sat down and played for hours with that dragged on and on and, and, you know, that kind of thing. Like, and uh, you knew you were losing, but you know, it was another hour before the game actually ended. (laughs) That kind of stuff is largely over, you know, those Mm -hmm. kind of things we've, 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 there's so many games that come out, people refine their designs and, and, and that's actually one of the things, one of the new things we have this year that is really cool, I think is called prototype alley. Okay. And uh, it's really for these these game designers. So we have probably about 12 to 15 different designers that are going to be there. Wow. And they're bringing the games that are in various stages of prototypes. And then people come in and test them. They play through like either a game or a partial game, depending on the length of the game. And then they fill out like a little feedback form. And every time you fill out one of those forms, it's another entry to win prizes. They've all brought board games and, and other stuff that we're giving away as prizes, bags, like board mm-hmm. game carrying bags, like really nice stuff that you can win as prizes for giving feedback on these games. So we've got this this whole local community of designers that get to get their games tested and refined. And then, you know, the people get to play these games that are going to be coming to Kickstarter soon or, or yeah. you know, maybe just about to hit Kickstarter in some cases. Uh, or in the, the case of we have um, Seth Jaffe, who's the head of development at TMG, which is a mm-hmm. pretty big board game publisher. Uh, he's coming with some of his prototypes, oh, too. So awesome. we'll get to see, like, some of his games that are going to be, like, major, major releases in the next year. So that'll be pretty interesting. I mean, hopefully they will be if, if yeah, people like them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, assuming they aren't a total bust at the Prototype Alley. That's kind of like Gen you know? Con. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like yeah. our own little Gen Con. Is, well, right. That's, that's what we need to do. We need to make Token Con like Gen Con. Right, yeah. 
Getting get, get get there, two, right? Two yeah. more years. Couple, yeah. Yeah. Two more a little, years. little longer to go. Yeah, we need what? How many people go to Gen Con now? I know, it's, and, and, and of course insane. it's been around yeah. for what forty right. years. Yeah. I think something right. like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking about the, the, the shortness of games that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and the beauty of the social games is that they are short and you can keep playing one after the other. Yeah. Yeah. I like the ones that like uh, the game coup that uh, like the rounds can be like five minutes long Yeah, and you have a winner and you move on to the next round and try again. Um, speaking of coup, uh, I'll be running a, a tournament for Coup. We have lots of tournaments going on at Token Con. Um, the, is it um, uh, the, the company that... Oh, Envoy. Envoy. Envoy, yeah. yeah. Envoy. Envoy, yeah. So Envoy does uh, lots of, of sponsored tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got the Oklahoma State Championship for... How many, how many nine games different games? Nine, yeah, different, nine different games, games wow. including Coup is one of them. So, oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. And they, I, I, you know, I think we when I was at, at Extra Life last year, and we ended up playing like I don't know ten games of Werewolf, and <laughs> yeah. didn't realize that only about oh, yeah. an hour and fifteen minutes had gone by. Yeah. <laughs> just like because yeah. you just, just keep going. Oh, well, yeah. I want to do this again because you get a new character, you get to you know you get to figure out you know there's there's something new. It's a, it's a totally new game, right? Yeah. Um, and there's there's so much more involved, and so you can just keep playing it over and over again. One more time, one more time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe this time I can be yeah. a werewolf. Yes. Yeah. We we've been playing. Uh, have you played Werewords? Have you seen that one? Uh-huh. It's kind oh. of a mix between like werewolf and a and like a word game. Yes, I Werewords. did. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. 20, Twenty questions. Yeah. With, with uh, yeah. secret teams. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that that one's that one's that one's fun. We've had some really fun experiences with that when people get tired and, and make mistakes it's kind of funny um, <laughs> get that about yeah. two o'clock in the morning right and yeah had a few yeah white Russians yeah. Yes. right right yes <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I, I've, I've enjoyed that one quite a bit uh, it's one of my favorites in that genre and um, you the, the yeah we 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 had some friends over uh, just a couple of weeks ago and we played games it was only for like six five six hours but I think we ended up playing like eight nine games I mean, it's just because awesome. as long as you're not pulling out like the Sheriff of Nottingham or something like that, right. they're going to be short, easy right. games to play. Right, yeah. right, yeah. And sometimes it's nice to have like, you know, we've got those long, big strategy games mm-hmm. that people like to play still. And But sometimes it's, you know, I like all those games. I like everything in between. So I'll like, you know, I'll love to sit down and play like a long game, but then my mind is fried, right? right. You know, I've, I've had, that could be very rewarding too, to sit down and play a game that's pretty long and, but it's strategic and you're thinking sure, and yeah. then you're done and, you know, or even at the end of like, like Ticket to Ride, when you're done with the game of Ticket to Ride, it's not super long, but it's kind of rewarding to see your train that you've built yeah. across and you're, especially if you've managed to make a couple long destinations yeah. and, you know, it's rewarding there at the end. And then, but then you kind of want to, oh, okay, now I don't want to think too much. Let's sit down and play something. Yeah, you know, fun. So you got those nice little short fillers that you can pepper in and everything, and it take a break, play like three or four more short games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, last year we were we got I kind of got a little bit game down. We're like, this is let's grab some flux, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is which is fun and a little bit complicated because you have to think about a lot of things. But it's you know, and I right. I love getting people into it because right. they're always like, well, how do you play? Oh, it's real simple. You just take a card, draw. You just draw a card, uh, discard right. a card. Yeah. Play a card, draw a yeah. card. It's all you do, right? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. If if, and, if you need to do anything it, else, it'll it'll tell it'll you. Tell it's you. It'll tell you. It'll tell you exactly yeah. what yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's just and some games like that you could just you could just quickly sit down and play. You know how to play, and the selection of games you guys are going to have 
yeah. is going to be phenomenal. It was yeah. last year. I'm guessing yeah. it's going to be even bigger. Yeah, even bigger. Yeah, just uh, nearly 700. We had about 500 last year, nearly 700 this year. So, we've again, Luton XP is mm-hmm. doing the majority of the, the games, and DC will be kind of uh, manning the library a lot of the time along with other volunteers. And uh, Edmund Unplugged is actually providing uh, around 100 games this year as well. Oh, that's so great. Kind of augmenting. They have kind of a little bit of different styles mm-hmm. of games, so we got a little bit of uh, combining that. And then we've got – some of the latest releases from Gen Con and stuff that we've we've got here that are not quite out yet, like Tapestry is the new game from Stonemaier, and it doesn't come out till November, but we'll have that here at, at uh, Token Con. And um, we also have this year 60, I think a little over 60 play to win games. Yeah, that's great. Um, which are really cool. I don't, I don't, I don't. Did you try any of those last year? I don't think I did, no. There's a, we're gonna have a spe- we're gonna mark the shelf a little more visibly this year, but there's like a special shelf, maybe make it, make it a different color or something. But every time you check one of those games out, you you're entered to win it. Or every time you play it, whether or not you're the one who checks it out or whatever, but just you check it out. And oh, I play think it I did. Then, I think I did play yeah. one of those, and then I didn't win it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the yeah. the one or two that I, I played, it hid in a shuffle, and I was very upset that I, oh. I didn't. It was such, it's such a cute game. Oh, the one with the little hedgehogs. Yeah, the little yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing's hilarious. That was really cute. And, and uh, the great thing about uh, DC is, if you have any questions about any of those games, DC can help you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, he knows an awful lot about games yeah <laughs> just an, an incredible amount and he, he keeps up really well with all the new releases or does his best to and so yeah yeah and we've had we've got people that we've uh we've kind of going through and making sure that we have people who are there in the hot games area where we have some of the like the newer releases set out on tables for people to play and we've kind of been play testing or, or not play testing but play play through playing through right <laughs> playing through those games so that like our, our various organizers and people that are there can help people teach it and learn it so you won't have to sit there and go through the rule book necessarily when you sit down even to play a new complicated game your volunteers last year were so knowledgeable uh, and anytime i had any questions they and even uh, not only knowledgeable about a individual game but about what game i wanted to play there was i i think my son and i tried to do the uh, escape they had puzzles all over the oh, walls uh-huh. yeah. and uh, after that was over I, I was like i want to play a game that, that deals with that kind of puzzles and stuff and immediately right. you grabbed unlock and and oh, a couple yeah. of others and said here yeah. try these you'll you'll just yeah. enjoy them and set me up i figured they Got, there's an app that you have to get, and so they got all that stuff. Sorry, so yeah, that's awesome. by the time I sat down, it was just my son and I just playing through it, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 still amazed sometimes at how awesome the uh, all the volunteers in the board game community are. I mean, I mean the, these people are people that run. You know, they all run meetups like. Mm-hmm. Uh, on their own time, you know, completely volunteer. And a lot of times that means maybe playing less games than you get to play if you just attended the meetup, uh, right. you know, or in the case of TokenCon, a lot of times it means, you know, as I'm putting TokenCon together, the only bad thing about it is a lot of times I'm sitting there thinking, oh man, I would love to participate in this thing that I'm scheduling right now. I know I won't be able to because I'm running the thing, but I, I just, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff here. I'm like, this is a dream to have a board game convention right in my hometown. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad it's here. I'm like, oh, I wish I could play some more stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about like how many games I actually played at TokenCon last year. It's right. like a handful compared right. to <laughs> I didn't sleep when I went to Dice Tower Con. I right. like Right. I was constantly playing games there. Which is one reason Josh is running all of our social games, because we know he can stay up all night and run them if he needs to. <laughs> yeah, I, we, are, we have evidence that he can go 24 Everyone months. get Josh some coffee. <laughs> I lost my voice playing social games at Dice yeah. Tower Con. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look it's forward worth, to doing worth the same it though. Again. Worth it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just keeps you. It keeps you going. It's just so much fun. They, they, like I said, those the people that we played at Extra Life were they'd been up all night. Um, yeah. You don't lose any of your ability to be social and to enjoy yourself 
even though you haven't had much sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe right. you're more fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Your strategy might suffer. But other than that, you know, <laughs> yeah. Strategy, yeah. strategy. Who yeah, that's right. That? Yeah. That's so I, fun. I, I think I definitely get kind of funnier when I'm really tired. I think that's how I, I feel goofy when I get tired. But it's, it really is more about also interacting with the people around it the is. table. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So who are the vendors you guys have got this year? Um, yeah, so we've got we've got a lot of the we got Luton XP, we've got Edmund Unplugged, and then we have a lot of uh, we've got a lot of people that are doing like kind of uh, I guess uh, arts and crafts mm. that are kind of related to. So we got people that make some really cool three D printed dice towers that are uh, actually really really awesome. Uh, he uh, Tabletop Peripherals is his mm-hmm. his company name, and he he just does. He's a young young guy, and he does these really cool. Like he's got Pokemon, he's got all kinds of like just really cool three D printed things, and he sold them so yeah. cheap at yeah. TokenCon last year. Yeah, last year they were they were uh, gone they were, so they fast. Were, yeah, he couldn't. I mean, yeah, he sold out before the convention was over because he. Was, <laughs> I, I mean, he was selling these like big, really nice, like detailed, like Pokemon dice tower mm-hmm. uh, things for like five bucks. And yeah, the, uh, the one I got was 10, but yeah, yeah I but mean, it was they were like, really, yeah, I definitely got it. Yeah, as soon as they, I said, it was, they were great. Yeah. We were like, I think we told them like, Mary, raise your prices. Cause these are really nice. And, um, it was so, this his first convention. Uh, I think last year was his first convention. I mean, that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he'll be, you know, back it takes and, a while to figure out exactly yeah. what your price because, right, yeah, people, right. I mean, yes, you, you, you have, you know, a price of what it costs you to make this right, thing. Right. But then. Right. I mean, I, what I people think gonna buy him? I think he was happy with the prices. Oh yeah, he was happy. Yeah, he was. He was more than happy. Yeah, I think he just didn't he didn't realize how high the demand would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were really cool. And we've got we've got some other people that do some really cool, um, like board game themed uh, jewelry and right. accessories. We got like you know meeple earrings and um, and different things like that that are pretty pretty cool. And uh, uh, lots of like uh, uh, what is it? Um, Praised Lemming brings some really mm-hmm. cool like dice trays and dice sets of dice and, and stuff fantastic like that. T-shirts. So and very cool t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, lots of very cool t-shirts. And uh, is Game HQ also going yep. to be joining? Uh, well, as well, actually, no. Game HQ won't be there as a vendor oh. th- this year. Okay. So um, we what we did with the vendors is last year we had so many board game vendors and we had so yeah. much. Uh, they're sponsoring and they've uh, they're one of the people that sponsored our bags and they've mm-hmm. got coupons in all the bags and their logos here and there around the convention because they they were sponsoring and they've got pens I think in the bags too. They've been just absolutely fantastic but sure. we decided to just have the board game vendors be the two that are providing the library right um because we want to give them a chance to sell more basically mm-hmm. um so they won't be there as a vendor but we do have board game geek which is really cool so board the, game geek bo- board game geek yeah the uh the, like the biggest board game website in the country by far wow board game geek they have their they have their board game geek store and they sell a lot of like custom pieces for games and and promos and a lot of times promos that you can't get anywhere else for board games. Um, I mean, they're really, really big. Anyway, they're coming to TokenCon this year. So they're based out of Dallas, which is nice because they're not super far. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm really excited about that because they make a ton of stuff that I really like and that I would be happy to not pay shipping for. I think that makes you officially <laughs> yeah. an interstate convention. Yeah, yeah. We've got our, <laughs> we've got a couple we've got a couple out of state vendors this year. So a couple of the designers are out of state. Uh, so I'm yeah, that's really really exciting. When um, you did TokenCon last year, were you expecting this kind of growth into the second year? Um, I think hoping for, yeah. but not necessarily expecting. Yeah, I mean, I think la- I think going into it last year, I was pretty nervous that we'd even hit, you know, the amount of people that we wanted to hit 
one thing that's been hard to hard to get used to with planning these conventions is that people buy tickets pretty late. Yeah. Even if they're going to buy them in advance, they kind of wait until the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a lot of people who, are, who will buy like the upfront early birds, like months and months in advance. Sure. But then besides those, you know, and that might be like a third of the people. Then besides that, it's kind of a low, slow, like build. And then like right before the convention, all of a sudden, you yeah. know, it starts to, it starts to pick up. Like I was looking last year and we sold as many tickets in October as we did in September and you know, I mean, October is like four days before it <laughs> yeah. starts. So that like that last bit. And I think that might be an Oklahoma thing because I had a, when we had one of the big name conventions that, that they do the touring around and stuff, yeah. they, they called me and they were like complaining because no one had bought all these pre right. tickets that they, right. that we really dropped the price and it was, why aren't people buying those? I I don't know why. I can't explain why Oklahomans yeah. wait till the last minute, except right. for maybe we think our aunt might invite us over to dinner. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, but, I know. But we do. We, yeah. I, I do. It's, it's, I, and I, it's, I well, think, I do that too. I, and I, I do I, it too. I think it's a fear that, okay, I, I definitely want to go to that. So that's on my calendar. Right. If nothing else comes up, because I'll you go. never know, you know, right. and, you right. know what's going to yeah. happen. Right. There might be a tornado that week. Yes, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and you've wasted your money on, you know, but you just go. So, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of wait to the last minute. But it, I think for, you moved it up this year. It was in November last year. Correct? It was October. It was October. It was October. Yeah, okay. it was the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it really See, was. It just yeah. goes by so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think that, that having it, and th- I think it's going to be a, a really good weekend. Right. Uh, to have you guys out. I don't know if there's any games i don't follow we, 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 we are not on the games. same weekend as ou texas this there year last year we were on the same weekend as ou that's texas right, yes, and so that was, was that was not ideal but um i didn't care but yeah no <laughs> i think i think a lot of people who came didn't but. yeah the uh the interests don't overlap as much no. between the the there's two a, audiences there's a little bit yeah. of a venn diagram cross but yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, small small yeah small yeah <laughs> i think is i know it's funny because i used to really get into sports because i, I was at one time i was a bartender and that was what you had to talk oh, to yeah. people about i was a bartender yeah. at a sports bar and oh, so you had to know sense. sports and i had to know sports also. yeah boy when when the geek scene started growing again and I could go back to my youth of being mm-hmm. a geek, I stopped caring again. <laughs> um, it's yeah. just, it, what I'd rather do is sit around and play a game that I can actually have an impact on. Right. Yeah. 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 Of course you're I can scream at the television all I right. want. It's not impacting right. the game yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But That's if I go true. and I, if I'm playing werewolf and I've, you know, and I'm, I'm the werewolf. I, I know how to do what I need to do to, to, to win the game. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And it's definitely true that like, I feel like the kind of a uh, geek or nerd culture or whatever has become so mainstream. That's and huge. I think like, you know, uh, I mean, D and D. Like, I think even a lot of people got into have gotten into D and D from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. You know, they they've seen Stranger Things and they've like just you know seen it from there. And I think I was reading the other day the last couple of years have been like the their highest, like like their highest sales ever. Yeah. For D and D, like yeah. it's just it's just you know there's a lot of renewed interest in it, and then that's exciting. I think I mean it's kind of recent for me. I played one D and D game like a long time ago, but it was never something I did. I somehow missed that part of board gaming, and uh, until recently. And then I so we started this campaign, and I it's just a lot more fun than I thought it would be. I'm really having a good time. Yeah, and well, and um, I think you've also got uh, with D and D, you've also got the spokespeople for it. When you've got yeah. Vin Diesel, Joe Magniello, Stephen Colbert, yeah, major people who you don't think of as the quote unquote right. geek, right? Uh, coming out and saying, look, I've played D&D. I've right. played board games. I've played, I, I'm yeah. into this stuff. 
and yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Yeah. That helps because it then does. you have your mainstream people go, Oh, well then why am I not doing it? Right. You know, yeah. and the satanic panic is over so we can, right. all yeah, nobody, enjoy yeah, that's, that's fortunately yeah. not a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also the, like the more recent versions of D and D, uh, like you said, with other games, they're just getting more accessible. Like mm-hmm. the, the rules are getting simplified and easier to, to, for people to get into from the, from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to play and you don't miss back when I was a kid, you had to have all the books. Um, yeah. and there are a lot of books for D and D, but you right. don't need to have them. Right. Um, you, hopefully your DM or, or of course nowadays you can just look them up. Right. Uh, there's, there's the D and D beyond. So you can find right. all that information, you know, without actually having to own all the books. Right. It just makes it easier for someone, you know, I go back to all you need is a piece of paper and pencil. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you can play the game. Of course yep. you need a DM. Right. <laughs> but you guys have provided quite a few lists of DMs for, yeah. for this yeah. weekend. Yeah, we have four different DMs coming, running games for uh, Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3 uh, campaigns, and uh, also doing some panels, which I think is pretty cool. We have oh, one, one DM who's doing a panel on just uh, tips and, like, you know, you want to be a DM, here's some tips and tricks to get you started and help you do, you know, a good job. And I think that'll be really cool. That's fantastic. Um, and then we have another DM who's doing, uh, I think he's calling it the one, two, threes of D&D, uh, basically creating a character and reading the character sheet and that kind of thing. So Good. it kind of goes through the process of how you go ahead about creating a character. And then, uh, and I can see, you know, that character sheet can be kind of intimidating at first. There's a lot it going can. on on there. And so, you know, just go through how to read that and how that works and everything and what everything means. And, mm-hmm. and then you can go to that panel with him at 11 and then he's got a game at one. And oh, that's great. so, you know, you can just really, I think, um, I think that's really one of our goals. And for me it, in particular, since D and D was something that I'm, I've gotten into more recently, even though I've been mm-hmm. into board games for a long time, I would love to see token con find other people who are into board games mm-hmm. And get them to like, well, you know what? I will try D&D. You know, let me go down yeah. and sit in one of these beginner campaigns. I've never tried it, but, you know, I've always wanted to. And, you know, they might find something they really, really like. <laughs> yeah, it's a RPG is a whole new world. And it is. some people yeah. are, are can be intimidated. You don't know exactly where to start. And so uh, for, for especially for D&D, you can go, here's how you start. Here's yeah. how we get you started. And then once you've, once you've learned how to put together the character, you just sit down and start playing. It's, it's just enjoyable. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, I mean, I, I have a lot of res- I, DMs do a really good job. I have a lot of respect for those DMs that like put a lot of time and effort into the campaigns and just uh, you have to think on your feet a lot. I mean, you've you've DM. I have DM and, and my yeah. son DMs. He's he's 13. He just we started oh. playing only two years ago. In fact, actually, the extra life uh, coming up. That will be our two year anniversary. I had I had played back in the 80s with first AD&D um, right. and then stopped because I just I again life right, and right. then when my son got old enough i went hey let's go see what this you know what's going on the so i got into it just right before the whole stranger things and and the big explosion of it but he went for like six months and then said i want to dm and so he's been dming kids at friday nights has been dming me at pb and j on on saturday nights oh that's awesome and he is amazing that's he's really am- cool. so much better than i am wow. like, i'm a player man that's what i do <laughs> yeah. i'm a player <laughs> yeah it takes a that's, lot of effort to be yeah a oh i yeah. yeah i mean again like i haven't really done it except for the little things i've done with my son who's mm-hmm. seven and it's not D. it's kind of a much more simplified yeah. system but um but even that, I'm like, well, you know, uh, a lot of times trying to think through like unexpected because a lot of times I mean, people just do things you don't expect, oh, yeah. you know, like and, and trying to think through, 
okay, well, this isn't going the way I thought it was, <laughs> but how do I respond to this in a way that keeps the story moving and respects the player's choices? And yeah. it's, it's really know. a lot of improv. Like, it really yeah, is. I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. And get yeah. them back on track. Because sometimes yeah. you can like, okay, you still have to fight the leech. Right, the yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you still have to find the lich, and you know, and right. how do I get you to that yeah. point now that you've gone off to the mountains for some reason. Right, yeah. You went off on the mountains and the lich right. uh, burned down the town. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. <laughs> now you yeah, got to face so that. Tricky. Now they're mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned the panels. What other kind of panels do you guys got yeah. on? So we've got, um, we've got a couple that are, again, centered around that uh, those creators, like the type of people who like to create games. We've got a panel on running the Kickstarter successfully. And then again, right. Seth is participating in that panel, uh, yeah. the TM, who runs all of TMG's Kickstarter campaign. So obviously very exper- a lot of experience there, which will be pretty cool. We've got a panel just about the process of designing games. We've got a panel. Our first opening panel is called The Future of Board Games. And it's a really interesting panel, I think. It's moderated by a uh, longtime podcaster about board games, uh, Eric Dewey, who's uh, he's been doing board game podcasts for over 10 years. Wow. And um, and then, uh, yeah, Seth Jaffe and Joel Eddy, who's mm-hmm. a, a board game, really prolific board game reviewer. So they're, we're going to talk about interesting issues as far as components and technology and, you know, social uh, aspects of it and just the whole spectrum of where board games have been going but and where they're going to continue mm-hmm. to go, um, which I think will be really interesting. And then my the panel I'm most excited about it is our award show at the end. So mm-hmm. this is kind of the conclusion of, of TokenCon. We've got this award show where we've got people now voting uh, online for the bo- board game of the year, the most innovative game of the year, the family game of the year, and a few other categories. And the people putting it together are a team of local podcasters from Malthouse Games and 90 Second Nerd. And um, they're putting together a really fun presentation where they're going to we're going to announce these winners and we're going to go ahead and notify the publishers that they've won the Oklahoma game of the year. We're going <laughs> to try to get the badges stuck on board game geek. We like, have that authority. You know, we've got certificates. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, we're just making up this thing here. But we're the Oklahoma game of the year voted by the the people who, you know, not just the people who attend TokenCon, but really anybody who's, yeah. you know, uh, on uh, uh, anybody who's seen the voting post. So um, so there's that. And then they were also doing this. They're also they had this really neat idea. And I think it's really cool that we're uh, during the con. You can vote on. You can continue to vote on those games, but you can also uh, nominate people as outstanding participants. Like maybe someone taught you a game, or uh, just did a great job DMing a game, or you know just just really helped you out. You can yeah. nominate people, and so we're going to recognize some outstanding participants at Ticket Token Con. Just because that's a big part of that's a big part of board gaming, and a big part of what I like sure. about board gaming is it's very inclusive, and it's very friendly. It's mm-hmm. very. Um, I, I I find. You know, no matter where I've gone in Oklahoma and playing board games at, at any of our events or, you know, Extra Life or wherever, people are really always willing to help you learn a game, invite you to play a game, invite more players in and that kind of thing. So we want to really highlight people that are doing a great job of that and, you know, give them a little prize. Yeah, too. the Oklahoma board game community, you guys have uh, the one Barnes & Noble, you have Denny's. I mean, you guys make sure that everybody can ex- be, that these games can be accessible to anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's our, I mean, that's all we've all we've wanted to do since our outset was just make this, uh, you know, it really is a community thing, like just, just bring it to more people, like try mm-hmm. to wrap more people into, you know, into the board gaming fold. Mm-hmm. And so we don't really see ourselves as competing with any store or anything like that because, I mean, our, our goal is always like, we want more people to be into this, and yeah. that's more people that are gonna buy your games and go to your stores and all of that. And so far it's gone, I think, really well. We have fantastic relationships with all the stores and, um, How long has the Oklahoma board game community been around? It's been uh, well, probably close to uh, 
well, six or seven years. Yeah, uh, yeah that's I've what I was going to say. And, and I, I think, think yeah. since you guys have started, uh, I mean, I, I think when you guys started, there was Game HQ. Yeah. Yeah, because we... that was we, yeah, it. And, yeah. and since then, Luton XP, yep. uh, PB&J, Edmund Unplugged. Um, the, is it Game Face in... What's the name one in UConn? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got all these all these board right. games that that, I mean, boarding house up in Guthrie. Boarding house, um, yeah. There's all these that yeah. have popped up because I think that there's that need and want to have a place to have boarding. I don't think you're competing because right. You, what you're doing is you're creating a community. Then yep. people go to their stores exactly. wherever yeah. they're located. Yep. Yeah. That's the whole point of having them in different right. places. Right. There, one time there was only Game HQ, and it's, it's like, yeah. do I want to go all the way down to Southwestern right. to, to, right. to get a game that I right. need? Right. Now I can choose different places or go down to Game HQ because their right. selection is phenomenal. I mean, PB&J is in walking distance of my house, yeah, so it's that's great. mine too. You know? I mean, I can, it's, it's about a mile and a half from my house. right over there, yeah. And, and Edmund Unplugs is just down the street from yep. them. And so you got, you've got all these opportunities. If you live in Yukon, you've got places. If you live in Guthrie, you've got places. Um, and I thought there was, oh, the, uh, Midwest City. Yeah, uh, game, the Game Lounge. The Game, the lounge. game lounge. Have yeah. you been there? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, the tables yes. are gorgeous. Yes. They are amazing. In fact, they're coming to Token Con. So are they really? Yes, yeah, oh. those, tables. those are our hot games tables. So we're, we're going to have uh, six of those at Token Con, which will be really nice. They are really cool. They are really wonderful. Really the, cool. the owners there at Game Lounge are just really fun. Awesome. I mean, again, it's, yeah. it's people who, uh, when you meet with Parker or Mike or DC, uh, or, you know, these people want you to play games. They want you to come and not only right. just buy a game, which of course they certainly want you to buy a game, but they want right. you to come in and enjoy yourself playing games. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anybody that I can could say that's got into the board game business that got into it for the business. Like right. everybody who's done it has done it because it's something that they really enjoy. You know, um, and that's and that makes sense because it's not probably the most lucrative business that you can get into. Right. But you know what? It's um, it, it's 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 a good business. It's a fun business, and it it's neat. It's, it's neat to see people passionate about it. Uh, all the all the store owners are passionate. I think yeah. about about the games that they run. So you've got uh, you start at what time do you start on Friday? So Friday we start at two, okay. uh, two p.m. Um, like I said, we run all night, and then uh, yeah, uh, it, it, the uh, the game library will be open from nine a.m. Are there still rooms at Wyndham? Uh, there are, but our block is closed. Uh, okay. So like our discounted block is closed. Uh, yeah, I think that, cl- <laughs> that closed a couple days ago. Um, One of those uh, disadvantages of waiting till the last the minute. minute that is, is right. That, you can't get that, that room. That is that is true. Yeah, um, but they uh, their their rooms are still uh, they're they're decently priced for yeah. where they're at because it's near the airport um, and they're nice rooms and the hotel itself is very nice and and rooms uh, include complimentary breakfast yeah. there uh, so I don't think there's buffet. anything else especially like strong going on in Oklahoma City there should hopefully yeah. should be some available if not there it's the airport area yeah, so there's it's plenty not, of hotels there's plenty of hotels there. in the yeah, area yeah, so yeah. get yourself a hotel and that way you don't have to worry about traveling too far after you've been playing till 2 o'clock right o'clock right yeah yeah exactly or, or just yeah. never sleep that's right or, or just, just never, or just never <laughs> sleep yeah that's the other option yeah uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. there's, there's going to be coffee I'm sure yes yeah, yeah there'll be coffee you'll be yeah uh, they, uh, the hotel's also running like a little cash um, a little cash snack area yeah, with like popcorn they did that and hot last dogs just like they did last year for which is nice you, if you're in the middle of a game but you're really hungry you can just pop right over there grab it and yeah. run right back you don't have to leave and it's, you know, it's not a bad area though to get food i mean i think yeah. uh, i think last year we, we were right in front for a game i think aiden and i ran across the street yeah. and grabbed i don't know the subway or something like yeah. that there's plenty there's to eat of, around there there's plenty yep. to do around there yep. so it's not a big deal so yeah. you start at two o'clock on friday going yep. all night long yep Yep, and then uh, Saturday morning we'll open up registration and the game things at nine nine a.m. and mm-hmm. again all night long there, and then uh, 
keeps on running till 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's great. So, yeah. And 6 p.m. Sunday, is that when the awards ceremony is going the to be? The awards ceremony will be at 5. five. So, yeah, 5 p.m. And then, yep, 6, are, 6 are, p.m. we'll wrap things up. And Are people dressing up? Um, you know, it's a, it's not a specific part of the convention right. yet. That's something that we would mm-hmm. like to like cosplay is kind of one of those things that's still like on the horizon mm-hmm. for Token Con, but people can. Right. You guys don't uh, have but a contest, but, but if people, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's totally, totally welcome. Um, so, uh, especially, yeah, there's, there's plenty of room and I'm sure plenty of interest for it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's always so, fun to dress up. It I'm is, just, yeah. you know, and especially yeah. I think with a board game community, you can really kind of have a little bit more fun maybe not you know uh they just everyone had their anime oklahoma just recently and and right. there's a, you know maybe now think about more of a board game related cosplay right I yeah mean, come just, as a meeple yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah there's, my, there's my all kinds of people all, all kinds of dungeons and dragons themed stuff yeah you can always go with dungeons too, dragons so, yeah, I think yeah. At, uh at SoonerCon, i saw some people dressed as their personal D characters yeah so. oh that's cool yeah. that's a neat idea See, yeah, it'd be so much fun. Be my, fun. My son got to dress up as a wizard, and it's you know, so he had he had fun with that. I mean, oh, that's cool. You know, it's just it's it's just fun. It's it's allow it's allowing you to be geek and be open and just have fun. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. No, you're not going to be judged, no, and that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Good deal. Anything else that's going on that you can that um, go over? Well, uh, there is. A, I, w- I did want to mention our flea market because I think yes. that, that's actually going to be really big. We have quite a few people who are signed up and interested in that, um, and that's Saturday morning. So we're expecting, well, you know, hundreds of games to be there um, for, you know, people to just to buy, sell, trade, however they yeah. want. So uh, that's going to be pretty, pretty huge. Um, yeah, I need to go through my, I need and, to go through my yeah. closet and go, okay, are there any games I haven't played? Maybe I can come in and right. trade them for something else. Right. And that's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I, 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 we, we do those kind of events at our board game mm-hmm. uh, things as well. And those are, and they're always really, really popular. Uh, but we struggle to fit everybody into Denny's when we do that because it just, it's not big enough. So we've got a pretty big space and we're just going to have, I mean, it's going to be chaos. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people there buying and selling games, but I'm excited about that. Um, it's always fun to get new games. And it's always fun to, you know, I mean, some games just run their course. You play them a few times and you yeah. liked it, but well, okay, time to move on. And it's always fun to be able to trade that for something new. Cause I mean, let's face it, I could sell a board game, but I'm just going to take that money and, and buy another board game with it anyway. Sure. So you so might as well have one <laughs> that's well, already yeah. been, somebody's already been playing and you know, that it yeah. works got all the yeah. pieces so you can yeah. just play. Bam. Yeah. Um, that, and then the, uh, um, there's a, there's a, we're also doing this thing that I think will be kind of neat called the local community expo. And that's actually right after the flea market. But, um, what it is, is we've kind of, we're trying to invite local groups that are, that either have like a niche that they do, like maybe like the Oklahoma Mahjong group is coming. Wow. The, 18, yeah. the uh, Oklahoma, uh, okay. Okay. 18 XX, I think is what they're called. And it's a it's specific type of games called these, uh, they're, they're econ- heavily, heavily themed economic uh, sorry, heavy economic games with a train theme usually, and they're just like zero luck, just absolute pure strategy. Oh, wow. Long, very dense, and like so, but they're really into it. And it's, um, you know, there's a whole like group that's organized around that. So, wow. Basically, in like Dungeons and Dragons groups, mm-hmm. and like uh, so, and then also like regional groups. Like, there's a, I don't know who all is going to be able to make it yet, but there's like a group up in Stillwater that organizes games, there's a group down in Moore that organizes, oh. you know, game groups. Basically, we're trying to get these people all to come together with little flyers or whatever and just have you know so people can like kind of discover things that might be near them or discover new games like mahjong they might be interested in and well different types of games yeah exactly yeah be access to mahjong i don't i know it exists right. i don't know yeah. how to play or or right. this would be an opportunity to go here's how you play right. here's how yeah. it works get yeah. people who are expert experts at Learn it about it to yeah. show you how to do it yeah 
That's fantastic. Yeah, and apparently chess the, people the, right. <laughs> I know. Now, yeah. apparently there's a there's a big state championship for chess on during during Token Con. So yeah, I've had a hard time getting any chess groups <laughs> out there. <laughs> That's My wife keeps saying you need to teach me chess, and I'm like, yes, I will. And uh, I, I mean, I know I've been playing chess since someday. I was a kid, but it's like. We'd, there's other games to play. Right, that's true. There's yeah. so much. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah, I was checking here to see if I had anything else that was really. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The other thing, uh, I don't know. We've got, we've just got a lot of uh, little things that are going to be really fun. There's like, have you ever heard of Captain Sonar? Have you heard of that game? No. That's one that I think is really neat that we're running like a special event with promos and stuff for that we've got from the publisher, and it's. It's just to me. It's just a really. It's a. It's a weird game, and it's kind of. It's kind of like I would say it's like real time group battleship. So wow. you, it's a four versus four type thing, and you've got it is this this, this uh, little like divider in the middle of the table, and you've got these little white uh, like these little like clear plastic sheets that you write on with like a dry erase marker. Mm. And so what you've got is a captain that's calling out orders like forward, forward, left, and then someone else who's like listening to the opposing oppo- opposing captain and plotting where they're going. Um, and trying to figure out, you don't know where they started though. Right. So you're trying to figure out where they're going. And then you've got another person who's like m- marking, like keeping track of the charge, the electrical charge for like the torpedoes and like all this stuff. And then like when the captain yells fire a torpedo, you're firing a torpedo and you're saying where it. So you're kind of, you're trying to listen in real time to what the other team is doing. Oh my gosh. React and dodge their torpedoes while the earth. And anyway, it's just, it's kind of chaos because it's just everybody's like talking and like you're trying to like not talk to it's just really really fun though and you're basically trying to sink the opponent's you know ship before they sink yours and it is fun it's an it's a it's 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 crazy yeah but um yeah so we're running at least at least one scheduled game of that with some promos and uh and you've got other tournaments do you have other tournaments going on yeah we have so we have a lot we have a lot of tournaments and they're all uh most of them are all state championship tournaments so if you win you get a copy of the game you get a trophy, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And you also get uh, entry into CantCon, which is uh, Kansas City's board game convention. So wow. I think it's Kansas City. I think that's right. Uh, so you get to go there for 2020. Um, these are actually the 2020 state championships. Yeah. We're kind of the... We're kind of the very beginning let it edge of the season here. Mm-hmm. So um, you get a, yeah, you get the trophy, you get the entry to CantCon. And if you go to CantCon and win, you get tickets to Gen Con. Wow. So, so uh. CantCon's regionals and then the, and the national championships in, in Gen Con. So... We had uh, we have a lot of people who are defending their titles from last year for for some games. So coup oh, yeah. was one we ran last year, and um, one guy who won like three different championships. Last yeah, year. might have <laughs> wow. been Jason. Yeah, J- J- Jason was a uh, uh, very uh, very good in a lot of the tournaments. So, but there's different. I mean, there's tournament. They're not all serious games at all. Like there's mm-hmm. um, like there's Dimension, which is kind of a pattern matching stacking game. There's Coup, which is a bluffing and social deduction game there's wordsy which is a word game so there's all kinds yeah. of uh uh and then there's like a shobu shobu which is uh, i tried that one the other day and that's interesting it's kind of an abstract like chess like but it's got the pieces are actual stones like just nice like oh, pol- wow. polished stones mm-hmm. natural stones that are black and white and uh yeah so it's are like pente yeah 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 exactly so um anyway yeah there's uh there's all those things going on that's gonna be and uh, gosh next week next year do a week I know. I know. I mean, it's it's crazy to try to fit. I (laughs) mean, there's there's just no way to avoid. I mean, everything overlaps. You just really have to pick like which of these things do I want to do the most, you Mm -hmm. know, um, because you can't do it all because there's just too much going on. There's stuff going on all over the place all the time. And that's not even to mention just the fact that there's, you know, 700 games in there that Mm -hmm. you can check out whenever you want. And, and just, just sit down play, and play. And just sit down and play. And then yeah. we've got players wanted signs and teachers wanted signs. So you can grab a sign and stick it on your table and people can I it's it's gonna be a blast. But I'm the, I'm really excited. The fact that there's so much going on that 
overlaps. That's why the the website and the schedule is so so helpful. Yeah, yeah. 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 What what was the website? It's tokencon.net. Tokencon.net, and I've, I've perused yeah. it a bit. Uh, yeah. and you can actually search by uh, the day, obviously. Yep. But you can also search kind of by what it is you're looking for yep. as far as an RPG or a social game, or you can kind of search for right. kind of what you want Filter to play. Filter it a bit, yeah. yeah, like narrow it down. Yep, yep, and narrow it down by panels, and mm -hmm. you can, yeah. And then you can actually, for most of those things, you can just click a click a button to get tickets, and it'll, like, add it to mm -hmm. your schedule. So then you can look at your personal schedule and see all the things that you've marked that you you know that you want to do yeah um so that's that's pretty useful and we'll have digital signage up at the event and and stuff like that and maps and everything so it should be and you know uh, audio announcements this year too so we'll be able to tell people what important things are happening but so definitely go yeah. to token tokencon.net token to get net. your get yep. your tickets fifty dollars for the weekend thirty dollars for a day yep yep and uh, actually i made a i made a coupon code for oki geek so you can put in oki geek as a coupon code geek and it takes five dollars off either there you go weekend or yeah, single days. Everybody, so, Okie yeah. Geek, you get five dollars off of it. See that that made it even better. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fantastic. And uh, and people can also there's also a Facebook page. Correct. Yeah, it's Facebook. It's TokenCon. Okay. There you uh, go. Yeah. And Facebook, are you guys yeah. doing Twitter at all? Uh, we don't. We we have a Twitter, but no. We have, <laughs> we have we we're not we're not. That's one of the, uh, one of our bucket list things for next year is to get our Social Twitter and management. Twitter and in Instagram going. Are you better. guys personally on, on Twitter? Twitter do anything like that? Uh, I mean, I have one for for business, but I just, I just yeah. never never got it's into so Twitter. So I mean, I, I, I think mean, Twitter's yeah. going down. I, I don't know. Why. I don't know. I just I think I've been on Twitter for like ten years now. Yeah, and just it's I can't stop. <laughs> it's like an well, addiction. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, it, it I I mean, I keep it open for my business all the time, so I'm always seeing you know all the all the little the little tweets and stuff. And sometimes it's kind of nicer than uh than Facebook can be a little overwhelming or just. Uh, I don't know, Twitter feels like weirdly more personal almost. Like I feel like I get more stuff from people on Twitter than I do on Facebook. I get a lot of, I don't know, and yes, yeah. business stuff and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Anyway. And people you haven't seen in 30 yeah, years. Right, so yeah. Just, like, wishing yeah. you a happy birthday. I right, like, yeah. I haven't seen this person in years. Why are they wishing me a happy birthday? Um, so from uh, 2 o'clock on Friday yep. all the way to 6 o'clock on Sunday, it's going to yep. be an absolute blast from the 4th to the 6th on yep. October. Yep. In the Wyndham Hotel on South Meridian. Correct, yep. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for yeah, stopping thank by. Thank you for having and us. And we're looking again. forward yeah. to being there next, uh, next weekend. Yeah, me too. <laughs> all right, thanks a lot. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostlyharmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Mike Dadalo and Josh Freeman, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>